Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever or wherever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'm sure you guys must be happy that we are currently coming to a close on the particular conversation that we've been having all the conversations that were built around the sales clinic session that we had with Godwin of G Power, um, G Power, gosh, I can't remember the name of the country, uh, sorry, company. So Godwin of um, G Power, who sells alternative energy solutions. We've been exploring some of the issues that came up in his sales clinic um, session. Uh, that's with the um, tech hub that I do some work with in Abuja once in a while and looking at the lessons and uh, the lessons we've learned and the tips that we've come up with for how he could improve his business and exploring ways in which it could apply to we wedding and event uh, industry professionals as well so we're finally coming to a close of this narrative arc And the last question that we looked at was if you should outsource your marketing because it's something that he wanted to know after we were done with the issue of finding customers who can afford you. And so the final leg of that question, in my opinion, is um, whether you should outsource your sales because that has um, implications as well. Now, if you remember, in the last episode, my opinion was outsourcing your marketing might be a good idea if you can afford it or if you don't have money, if you can barter for it, because um, these are marketing folks, you know, um, marketing specialists, uh, Facebook advertising specialists, uh, Google advertising specialists, um, whatever you might call them. They're very useful when it comes to figuring out who your uh, ideal customer profile is, what your target market should be. Um, and what your core marketing messaging should be because that is what they do or at least good professionals in that um, side of the business would want to help you figure out these sorts of things before they take any money from you because there'll be no point in taking your 5k uh, a month or 10k a month or 30k or 100 grand or whatever it is you have and throwing it into advertising if they do not have a sense of who you're trying to reach and how the money um who you're trying to reach uh, and what kind of returns that you're looking for. So uh, they might be useful because they help you think through all these things. So that was my um, opinion. Now, when it comes to sales, on the other hand, um, I do not think you should, well, whether you should outsource your sales or not depends on where you are uh, in the business and how much knowledge or practice you have had on the subject. Now, I think you should only outsource your sales process if you have already worked out or created an ideal sales process for you. So, in my own opinion, right now, I'm currently working through my own sales process as a wedding photographer, so it would not make any sense to outsource my sales because I haven't um, entirely sorted out a comprehensive and cohesive system for how my sales ought to be handled especially when you look at things from a team perspective. So I am knowledgeable about some frameworks and very confident that I can execute them. And I run a lot of sales plays, yes. But um, that's because um, 
even though I have lots of the frameworks and things like that, I'm pretty much um, freestyling and I haven't given much thought as to how in a team context we would sell. So, of course, as uh, my clientele gets bigger and I add more people onto my roster, you know, second shooters um, and the like, the team gets bigger. And I start thinking about um, these sorts of issues. That's having a standard operating procedure for how we look for clients, how we respond to clients, um, what we do when things go wrong, things like that. When we have all that laid out as a standing, or a sta sorry, standard operating procedure, then it would make sense to outsource my sales because when I'm outsourcing to one person or to a team or to, um, let's say there's some professionals out there who do this sort of thing, who say, uh, give us all your, um, introduce us to your business, pay us X amount this month and we will solve all your sales problems. So then when you have all that in place, it would now make sense to outsource your sales because you know what it is that you are outsourcing. You have given some critical um, thought to it. And in that case, it's not going to be such a bad idea because you have some knowledge, you have some expertise, you're clear about um, uh, outcomes and expectations and things like that. And you're going to be able to have a much more profitable discussion with uh, whoever the professional is that you're going to um, outsource the whole thing um, to. And so that is uh, that is what my belief is. So if you have created your own ideal sales process, if you've given it a lot of work, if you have a standard operating procedure, it doesn't have to be something that's explicitly explicitly written down for now. But if you have, um, if it's clear that you have a very vivid step-by-step um, -step that you can refer to, something that can be reduced to um, a document later on, then yeah, I think it's a good idea for you to outsource your sales. Now, um, one of the reasons why I also have this opinion is because if you have salespeople selling for you and you haven't properly trained them on how you would like them to talk to your customers and how you would like them to sell, then they could, be a, they could go around being a poor representation of your company. And that is why it's really important that you have to have sorted out some things uh, um, in the first place before you start trying to outsource your sales. So if you haven't even figured out what the best way is to communicate with your clients is, and then you uh, unleash a bunch of sales reps, you know, five, six, seven people into the market going around basically freestyling and practicing on your customers, you run the risk of having some very poor um, brand representation uh, out there and might not be such a good idea. It's all a lot easier if you have thought through these things and you've decided that this is how I want my people to dress. This is how I want my customers to be addressed. When there's a problem, this is how we're going to follow things up. When we, uh, uh, before we um, put... Um, a, uh, a job for put a gig on the calendar this is the amount of the deposit that we expect this is how our contracting process is going to be or our inversing process and on and on so you need to sort out all these things before you outsource your sales if you don't you're going to have people running around doing whatever they think uh, is good business um, is good business or personal judgment and uh, yeah, it could be a poor representation um, of, re of, um, of your company and your name and your brand. Now, this is also problematic because um, you run the risk that they could go around making promises and offerings that you cannot fulfill. Since you are doing all your sales now and you are most intimately connected with every single aspect of your business, let's say you are a wedding planner, 
you know what it is that you can promise, you know what offerings it is that you can fulfill, and you know what your, uh, what do we Nigerians call it, USP, unique selling proposition um, is. Now, if you throw people out into the market running around trying to sell on your behalf and you haven't fully thought through all these things and you haven't properly taught them and delegated them on these things, then they'll go around making promises and offerings that you cannot fulfill. So, if you're one of those wedding planners who only likes dealing with um, high-end clients and or, and what you do is you sell the, um, the pizzazz and you're selling a more um, sophisticated and idealized version of what the wedding day is going to turn out um, to be, you might have sales reps go out and bring people who are much more, um, should I say, salt of the earth. So even if they can afford to pay the you know 50 million or whatever it is that your charge is, but then it turns out to be uh, you know like they're sort of the earth couple and it's not quite the kind of work that you find personally fulfilling because uh, well there's no personal fulfillment there and maybe you don't find it um, um, creatively stimulating and then it's not even stuff that you're going to be able to sh share on your social media anyway because it's not the kind of work that you would like to attract so yeah it could be about the money but not necessarily all about the money and so um, this is the reason why you need to make sure that um, you thought through all these things and uh, your folks have been properly um, have been properly uh, trained. So if you don't have a sales process that you have ironed out all the kinks, people are going to go around, they're going to make promises and offerings that you cannot fulfill or even if you fulfill them, you're not going to find it personally or professionally um, satisfying. Of course, you can see how all these things would create severe liability and reputation issues for you. Reputation issues. Uh, that girl is unserious. Uh, she's a scammer. Uh, she said she's a wedding planner, but uh, you know, uh, common, uh, common wedding of uh, 500 guests. She could not do blah blah blah. This that 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 that. The reason why these things crop up sometimes are because of a mismatch of expectations. And you can only cure these when you have created your own ideal sales process in the first place before you delegate it to someone um, else. So, of course, what are the implications for this? It means that before you bring in outside people to handle your sales, you have to first be thoroughly familiar with your customers. And you need to be thoroughly familiar with your sales process so that when you are delegating to other people, you're going to say, look, these are the customers that I deal with. This is how I want them to be addressed. This is how I want them to be handled. These are the sorts of things that are important. These are the I's that we need to dot and the T's that we need to cross before we collect anybody's money to go ahead. These are the expectations that we're willing to fulfill. These are the timelines that we're going to work with. Um, you know, I could keep going on and on and on, but I trust that you guys get the picture. You have to be thoroughly familiar with your customers first and your sales process first before you bring somebody else and then you throw over the keys. Um to your um, business and to your sales before you um, uh, run off. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's it pretty much. So should you outsource your marketing? Yes, it's useful because they're going to help you sort out uh, what your core marketing message is, who's your ideal customer profile, what's your target market. Should you outsource your sales? Maybe not now until you are thoroughly familiar with your market, with your customers, with your sales process, and you have come up with a standard way for how you think your customers ought to be sold to 
when you have sorted that out, then sure, you can send people on your way. So that's the reason why it's not a problem for, um, um, let's say, the much bigger brands, uh, not in our industry, but let's say the much bigger brands like uh, Nikon Insurance or uh, Coca-Cola or, you know, all those kinds of organizations. That's the reason why they can outsource their sales and um, they can outsource their sales to external sales forces because they have a standard operating procedure and before people start it's going to be absolutely clear that you know we are coca-cola this is who we sell to this is how we want our products to be sold this is how you ought to dress this is how your vehicles ought to be maintained you know and stuff like that that uh, will be covered in the franchise agreement between um, coca-cola and their um, sales force and their distributor force and the same thing with nikon insurance this is how you're supposed to dress you know wear a suit your tie ought to be this color this is how you're going to address people as sa, ma, or whatever, and not say, um, what's up or how far. These are the products. These are the insurance things that we sell. Uh, this is how we can help the customer. We limit our promises to only this, 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 and that. And, well, I, I trust that you guys get the picture. So let me um, wrap it up here. So with this, we come to the end of uh, the sales clinic sessions that we had for G-Power. And I hope I've been able to convince you guys that an interdisciplinary approach is useful to building our business. Because even though Godwin is in the alternative energy space, I'm sure you guys have found that there are lots of things that um, apply uh, to him in his business that we can use in the wedding practice as well. So keep hanging out and learning from other people who are in other disciplines, med you know, medicine, insurance, engineering, um, inverter sales, uh, you never know, carpenters, people who run laundries, uh, laundromats, you could uh, you could learn an awful lot and there's a lot that we can learn from these folks about how that can um, apply to building our businesses. So, um, yeah, so that's it. Thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based wedding and event photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you very much for the time and the attention. Um, at this time of recording, I think we've um, gone well beyond the 80 episodes that I spoke about in December. And we'll be coming up on our anniversary soon. So, uh, well, basically, thank you guys for being with me all through the whole process. And uh, when we hit the milestone of 100 episodes or uh, the first year anniversary, whichever one comes first, um yeah we'll celebrate that so thank you very much catch you guys on the next episode